Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. How are we all doing this week? Hopefully, we are setting into our routines and getting the swing of everything. Um, actually, it's probably, it's probably, it's, it's, was it Labor Day? Memorial Day? I think it's Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Um, so that means that we got our, we got our routines all thrown off. <laughs> I hope you guys had a good weekend. Um, Things are going well here. Uh, we're getting used to working at home and the new dynamic. Um, for those of you who are like, what are you talking about? I'm no longer a school counselor. I'm full-time Bullies Be Gone and Save the Kids. And it's funny because I'm still getting messages from parents, even though I'm not a counselor at the high school. But coincidentally, a lot of it's about screen safety. Um, and so I actually I end up making a free little PDF to share with them. Uh, about how they can improve their child's digital safety at their home. And so anyway, if you would like that free download, send me a message on Instagram or email me. Um, Both of those will be in the description and I'll send you the link so you can have that information yourself. So anyway, guys, let's dive into this podcast. Um, When I was thinking about what I should be talking about this week, Uh, going through, thinking about my childhood, thinking about what kids are going through. And I realized a lot of kids that I talk to, they lack confidence. A lot of kids are scared. So many scared kids, scared to talk to other people, scared to have new experiences. They kind of lack confidence. And it's actually one of the biggest reasons most kids allow themselves to get bullied is just because they don't have confidence. So today I'm going to dive into how we can help our kids build confidence regardless of the world around them. Um, And obviously I'm thinking about myself because I was not a confident kid when I was younger. Hence, I got bullied a lot. That's a big reason of why I I got bullied and allowed myself to be bullied. Um, but one of the breaking breakthrough points that I had, it was actually, uh, I was either eighth grade or ninth grade year, but for our football teams, we do fundraisers, you know, right nowadays it's, it's the cards, right? Whatever your school is, my school is the Broncos. It was the Bronco cards, um, where, you know, the different restaurants or companies would have discounts if you bought the card. And so you have the card in your wallet and you show it so you can get your discount. And, you know, in, in my hometown, we would, in Blanding, we, we have a theater with just one screen. And so the, the buy one, get one free admission was like free date night for the movie theater. Anyway, well, that year, the fundraiser for our football team was selling frozen pizzas door to door. Okay. Um, not just door to door, I guess, but it's just fr- selling frozen pizzas. We're like, Hey, tell everyone you were selling frozen pizzas. Um, and that was the fundraiser. Well, our football coach to incentivize us to want to sell more, he told us, Hey, the player who sells the most frozen pizzas is going to get a cash reward. And I was like, Oh yeah, 
that sounds sweet. I would love that. And he's like, how many people are going to try for this? Raise your hand. And I raised my hand. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try for this. Well, a couple of my of the kids who would pick on me a lot were standing behind me. And one of them leaned up and whispered in my ear. And he's like, why would anyone buy from you? You're worthless. No one likes you. Why would you even try? And that really discouraged me. Um, and I kind of, you know, as per usual, put my, put my tail between my legs and just kind of shut up and, and went home after practice and told my parents about the, the fundraiser and told them, I I want, I want to, I want to sell the most. And they could tell I was bothered by something. And so I told them what, what, what my classmate, what my teammate had said. Um, and they're like, you know what? Prove him wrong. You want to prove him wrong? then prove him wrong. Nothing quite proves a bully wrong than just going out and proving him wrong. And so for the next month, every single day, right after school, before football practice, right after football practice, any on the weekends, any extra time that I had, I was riding my bike around town with a a little drawstring backpack with a notebook to keep track of names and addresses and money and I was, because Venmo was not around yet, <laughs> um, but I sold, and I went and I, I sold those frozen pizza orders door to door, and I went to everybody, like, I don't care who you were, I was selling to you, I was even knocking on the doors of the grandparents of the kids who made fun of me, I, the reason I know, because, I mean, I knew who all my classmates were, but I don't know their relatives, because, especially in my hometown, Blanding, everyone's related to everyone. And so I don't really keep track of who's whose grandma and aunt or different things like that. Anyway, well, I knocked on a door and one of my teammates answered the door. He's like, well, what the heck? What are you doing here? I'm like, hey, can I can I talk to uh, the homeowner real quick um, about the frozen pizzas? He's like, dude, this is my grandma's house. I'm like, that's fine. Can I talk to her, please? <laughs> I didn't care. Um, and people were actually complaining at football practice, like, Hey, Nate's selling to our grandparents and stuff. And then they're, 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 they're buying from him and not from us. And our football coach is like, it's your own fault. If you're not getting to your family before Nate is <laughs> anyway. So I grinded and I sold and I worked hard and kept track of it all. And at one point I'd sold about $400 worth of pizzas um, and at football practice, one of my teammates, cause they're like, all right, who sold about $400, you know, $400 or more. And just me and two other kids raised their hand. And one kid's like, oh yeah, I've sold $600 worth. There's no way you're going to catch up to me. And I was like, want to bet? <laughs> so, uh, the next, the, the last week I pushed hard, hard. Um, I even went to like church events. Like I, I grinded it. I ended up selling, uh, I think it was about $2,000 worth of pizzas. And the guy who's like, I got $600 worth. There's no way you're going to catch me. Turns out he was lying. He hadn't even sold $200 worth yet. He was just saying that to try and discourage me. But it really backfired on him because not only did I win, by the way, I blew everybody out of the water. It wasn't even close. I won by a landslide. And you know what? It felt dang good. But all of a sudden, I had this new thing inside of me that I have never experienced before. This wonderful thing called confidence. And a big reason of why I was able to gain some confidence from that experience is because it required me to work hard to achieve something. 
I was able to achieve that feat. I was able to do that thing, but I had to work hard for it. And the gratifying feeling of working hard and achieving something for yourself produces so much confidence, you kind of don't care what other people say. Because you're like, well, dude, I just accomplished this thing on my own. And it gives you this feeling of competence. So to help our kids gain confidence, we need to give them something that they can accomplish. And like I said, in the psychology world, we call it an island of competence. It's kind of the same concept as teaching a man how to fish versus giving a man a fish, right? You give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, but you teach him how to fish and you feed him, you know, for generations to come. Similarly, if you just take care of your kids' problems for them, you know, they're getting bullied, they don't have confidence, whatever, and you just tell them, oh, but you're amazing, this or that. Yeah, you're going to make them feel better. Don't get me wrong. We need to, we need to, you know, pick up our kids, brush them up, love them, kindness, all that stuff. We need to make them feel better. But at the end of the day, we also need to help them accomplish something for themselves. So that when the when push comes to shove, they have that feeling of competence that they know they can do hard things because, well, because they've done hard things. And so, um, yeah, giving your kids something to do, so something that they can achieve that requires hard work. Because when it comes to confidence, it's all about the feeling of competence. Um, and it's a belief right that we're competent and so working hard acquiring skills developing talents can all increase confidence in our youth you know it also brings me back to that about that same time in high school actually um i was super awkward right super awkward as a kid because i didn't feel like i had many talents i didn't feel like i had many cool you know abilities whatever skills <laughs> napoleon dynamite i don't have any skills um but really though i was awkward and i didn't feel like i had any cool talents or anything i played the trumpet really good but i wasn't like a super athlete football player or anything like that i wrestled but i wasn't particularly talented um until i got older and in my hometown sports is everything and so it was difficult to, you know, be an athlete, but not be a good athlete. Um, and I didn't feel like I had, I just didn't feel enough. And so it was about this time that I started to learn how to dance. Now, I know that sounds silly, um, but my parents, they were ballroom dancers in college at Brigham Young University here in Utah. And when me and my siblings were young, they would just teach us how to dance. It was just part of, you know, yeah, mom and dad taught us how to dance. It was normal, whatever. Um, and whenever it came around prom time at my, at my, high, at my, my town at Blanding, um, we, for our church activities for young men's, young women's, they would hold uh, dancing workshops teach us how to do cha-cha, teach us how to do waltz or swing so that they could dance during prom. That was the whole purpose is that they wouldn't be just standing there during school dances. And so I, because my parents taught me a little bit beforehand, I would participate in those workshops. And at first I was super embarrassed to learn how to dance because I thought I'm going to get picked on even more. This is such a unmasculine thing that I am doing and learning right now. Why on earth am I doing this? But then when it came to dance time, when it came to school dances and church dances, all of a sudden the turntables turned, <laughs> the tides have turned. Um, I, cause when, when it came time for the dances and the dances are coming on, not many people are dancing. And so here's me, little awkward Nate 
walking out to the middle of the dance floor, grabbing a cute girl way out of my league, saying, hey, let's dance. You know, and she'd she'd blush and be like, oh, I don't know how to dance. Oh, I, I have no clue. I'd be like, that's okay. Just follow my lead. And then I would dance. And it was so, it was so, I mean, oh, man, the feeling of being able to to dance and to use that skill the 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 look on the girl's face when she realized that I knew what I was doing and not only was I dancing but she was also dancing and then all of a sudden bam I'm the one here who knew how to dance while these bullies while these people who are unkind to me they're just gawking on the sidelines um and it gave me so much confidence I'm there on that dance floor and I I was like I'm decapta now. Like I was I was the king of the dance floor. And it gave me so much confidence to be able to even to be able to talk to people. Like those experiences being able to, you know, <laughs> dancing with girls who I thought were so beautiful and cute and way out of my league, but I knew how to dance. So now I was somebody. Um it felt good. It felt really good. And a matter of fact, my senior year, the cheer captain in in high school, every boy, not every boy, but you know what I mean. The the, the cheerleaders are your, the stereotypical, the prettiest girls in school. The cheer captain is just so popular and, you know, too cool for school. Anyway, the, the cheer captain, my senior year, she asked me to promenade and not her boyfriend because she knew that I was a good dancer. And she's like, I want to dance promenade with Nate because Nate is such a good dancer. And I was like, holy smokes. Like I was so surprised and just like in awe. I was like, wait a minute, for real? She, she's asking me, me, me to promenade? The, our senior cheer captain is asking me to promenade. I was like, okay, this feels good. <laughs> this feels good. Um, it was such a confidence boost. And it was just because, honestly, it was just because I developed and, um, and not implored, expanded. There we go. I know words. I expanded my talents. I expanded a talent. I found something I was good at and I expanded upon it. And so long story short, guys, if you want to help your kids have better confidence, first off, help them achieve something through their own hard work. So that they can have that satisfaction of knowing that they achieved something on their own without mommy or daddy having to do it for them. And then number two, help them develop some talents. Everybody has a predisposition to be good at something. And even if you don't, everyone can learn how to be good at something. So help them find a hobby, something, a skill, and help them to develop it. Help them to enhance it um, so that, uh, you know, they can they can have confidence and a feeling of competence. Competence is the root of confidence. Um, and you don't know where to start? Ballroom dance, baby. Um, and like, uh, like, I just need to brag on dancing for just a second longer uh, because it uh, it is the most underrated thing that we can do to help our kids with confidence and self-control. Um, there is a movie called Take the Lead with Antonio Banderas. Um, and he is a ballroom dance teacher. 
teach and he's in like a title one school in the ghetto and he's a detention teacher for all these kids in detention and these kids they love to dance but it's not like ballroom dance it's 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 hip-hop and break dancing and stuff like that and these kids are in detention because well they don't have self-control right they don't have confidence they don't have self-control they act out and so he's teaching them how to dance, how to ballroom dance. And a lot of parents had some opposition to it because they thought it was dumb. And so at a parent meeting, he um, he, he grabbed a parent and said, hey, would, would you like to dance with me? <laughs> Sorry, that was, I didn't mean to do the accent, but he's like, would you like to dance with me? And so he, he took her up in just a waltz hold, you know, close hold. Um, and he's like, think about this. If your young man has the can can have the restraint and the self-control and the respect to hold a young lady close how much more is he going to be able to have self-control out of the ballroom like he talked about it how it's going to help them so many other things long term and that goes with any skill that teaches you discipline that teaches you self-control it gives you confidence it gives you discipline it gives you self-control it really improves your life and so help your kids be confident, help them find a skill, help them find an island of competency to help them with their confidence. So there you go, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for being here today. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Teaching Kindness Podcast. If this podcast has brought you value, please go leave a review on the Apple Podcast or Spotify. It helps more people find the podcast. And if you'd like me to come to your community and speak, please fill out a speaker form, which will be linked in the podcast description. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we will see you on the next one.